podcast. Midweek. The Midweek Muscle Podcast starts now. Hey, good people. Happy Wednesday. This is Jay-Z bringing you your dose of the Midweek Muscle Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or whenever you're deciding to listen into this podcast, I thank you. I absolutely am thrilled if you're tuning in for the first time, um, you know, because you had to find us some kind of way, some kind of reason. Somebody either told you about it, you stumbled upon it, but it took some active step, steps to get here. So I thank you for giving us a whirl. I hope uh, you enjoy the episode. And please know that there is always space for you here. This world is big and there's a lot of open seats and open tables at places, but I want to formally invite you to a seat here because you are indeed welcome. Just a little bit of a snapshot. This podcast was created to give you a little peaceful and positive perspective to help tackle the obstacles that have a tendency to stand in the way. Um, And so where that we come in in the middle of the week and we're that little bit of muscle to help push you through uh, to help finish the week strong. So thanks for joining. Um, And so here we are, good people. We're yet another week happens so fast anymore. Don't you agree? Don't you agree that this happens so fast? I know that it happens fast for me. Not even going to lie. But last week, this last week has been sort of crazy and exciting. It's been an exciting and yet like disappointing run of up and downs. And when I say that, I really just mean like, if, if you're looking at the games, like I'm looking at the games, I've been a little bit distracted. Good people. These games have just got me all in a tizzy. Um, but more importantly, if you're watching the games, like I'm watching the games, you're like screaming at the TV, like, Oh no, no. Yes clapping for no, like random claps resonating throughout the the rooms and stuff. Um, so I, you know, I've just been watching just over these past couple of weeks, uh, you know, the disappointments and the fair share of really touching moments. Um, and when I tell you, like, I haven't turned off my TV in two and a half weeks. I went from zero TV ever to like, nonstop TV for the last two and a half weeks. And it's just because I I love everything about the Olympics, the music, the feel, the sound of like the race getting ready to start or the competition getting ready to kick off the cheering. And, you know, even that this year is like a a bit dismal because no one's in the stands. Um, but you could still hear like the camera people or like, um, the other athletes cheering each other on. So that sound of competition just really gets me going. And, uh, you know, watching over these last couple of weeks, we've had some Olympic quote unquote favorites. I'm doing air quotes here. have had some devastating moments. Um, but there's to that opposite end or that opposite end of the spectrum, there's been some triumphant stories from athletes and, um, countries that I'm even looking at the map, like, where is that again? Um, but what's most significant about that is that these are countries that either have very few medals or none at all. And there's some uh, world-class athletes from those countries that are really stepping up 
to put their country on the map and represent. So I, I just love how touching that is. Um, and then also these commercials, right? These commercials are giving me a good run for my money here. I'm just really having all the feels watching it from Toyota to Nike. Um, who else has some really good ones out there? Apple, I think. Uh, just some really awesome commercial. And I'm a sucker for those like inspirational ones because that's, you well, you know. Uh, but yeah, just to highlight some of the the world-class athletes that are representing uh, for countries where there's very few medals or no medals, I really just want to take the time to highlight some of the things that they've said um, and highlight where they're from too. So, you know, um, but just to run down a couple of, a couple of athletes, Flora Duffy from Bermuda, she won the gold medal in the triathlon and all these athletes won gold. Uh, And she was quoted by saying, I was Bermuda's first medal hope in many years. I wanted to achieve this for myself and for my country. I was overwhelmed. Heidelin Diaz from the Philippines and weightlifting uh, says this to all the young athletes, to all the young generation in the Philippines, please dream high. Chung Ka Long in, from Hong Kong uh, fencing, he says, it means a lot to show the world we can do it. Nora Jakova, I'm hoping that I said her name right. Kosovo, um, in the sport of judo, she says, uh, you know, talking about one of her predecessors, she opened the door for us to dream big. And one of my personal favorites, one of my personal, like this was the one that was kind of like my whole heart melted down. Ahmed Hafnawi. Uh, from Tunisia, northern country in Africa, uh, the men swimming 400 meter freestyle. He says this: "I was in I was in tears in my eyes because when I see the flag of my country and I hear the anthem in the background, it was great." Now, again, the reason why it's one of my personal favorites because he was in shock that he won, like. He literally, you just, you're watching that race and you're seeing like, wait, who is this contender in lane eight? Like, where did he come from? Like, how did he just blow past all of the favorites in the like fastest heat lanes so you could watch? And so he takes off his goggles and he sees that he won and he's like making so many big splashes and waves in the pool and he's like crying and he's 18 years old. Like, I just, oh my gosh. It just stole, like, some of those moments, some of these moments are just breathtaking good people. So I don't know. I'm just doing a rundown because I just love it. And then we have, like, uh, Katrina Lace from Estonia for fencing. She says, I think we are kind of the national sport now. Uh, I think, uh, and, and, and again, you know, some of these countries have very few to no medals. So making these statements are big deals for them. Um, and then we have our, the, um, the last two, Polina Gurjeva from Turkmenistan and weightlifting says, um, I think I've entered the history of Turkmenistan. And that's simply because 
She is the first athlete representing an independent Turkmenistan that has that was a part of the former Soviet Union. Um, so for her to say, I think I've entered the history. Um, she's contributing to the history of her newly like independent country. So crazy. And then of course, Paralympics, right? Cause we can't forget about the Paralympics. Uh, David Brown of the U S in track and field. Uh, he is coined as the fastest blind Olympian racing. And again, to just watch a little bit of his story and his, his guide running right next to him. It was just, Oh, y'all, I just can't. Um, and it brings tear to my eyes because I think what's so fascinating for me about these games, good people is that having been an athlete, uh, but not nearly competing at this level, I know that these athletes are putting their bodies through hell and they stand tall to represent their countries and they're doing it because they truly love the sport. They don't love all the ups and the downs, but they know that that's what comes with it. But they truly love what they do, which is why they're willing to go through the ringer to do it. And it's inspiring. Um, and, and it's inspiring to me because they are training to be world-class athletes. So they get the best diet regimen, the best workout regimen. They're, they're, they're going through this these rigorous cycles of breaking the body down so the body can recover faster and stronger. Uh, but yet in these, in these races and in these events, you still find those world-class athletes, every single one of them scrapping and digging and fighting to find the it factor to make it through the finish line. For some of these athletes, it's like, I just want to finish. So (laughs) to prove like, man, I can compete at this level, On the other hand, if you just so happen to be an athlete that's in the best possible situation, deemed to be the favorite or the winner, you still have people chasing you down. And and yet still the favorites are in the same position of digging deep and scrapping and trying to identify their it factor so they can do what was kind of set up for them to do, which was win. And it's just, it's crazy to me. And I think it's fascinating. And I think it, it translates to life as well. Like if you take these world-class athletes that already have found the thing that they want to do, it's taken them at least four years. And in this special circumstance, five years to get to this special place, to be able to share with the world what they can do. And that's if they made it and that's if they stayed healthy and that's if they met all the criteria to be in that position, which is crazy to me. When we think about, when we think about the things that we want to set out and do just in life in general, like if it's your purpose, if it's your goal, if it's your passion, you know, I don't, sometimes I think there's a missing connector. Like I think in talking to people and in my, my fair share of like the mental struggles that I grapple with, sometimes you set out to do something you love to do. And because you don't see the results in a year or two, it's like, what did I spend all that time for? And in fact, you just had to give it more time 
for you to be broken down, to listen, to learn, so you could be built back up stronger, so you can compete at the level that you were meant to compete at, because you're already great at it, because that's what you were called to do. And I think there's an interesting symmetry there. But more importantly, it's that it factor. Y'all, like, these world-class athletes have nothing to prove. They've proven to their countries they're the best in their countries. They're proving to the world that, hey, if I rank in the top 100 out of the millions and bit or the over billions of people that inhabit this land, I ain't doing too bad. <laughs> like, what? Who gonna check me, boo? Like, I'm not doing too bad. But on the other side of that token, they're still digging deep to prove it to themselves that one, I can compete at this level. Two, I'm doing this for my country. Three, because I want to do it. I want to see what I truly am made of. And um, I'm just so proud of these these athletes. Um, and more particularly, I'm, I'm proud of Simone Biles. She came here to dominate the stage and, and take home all those goals, but she took a seat back because she wasn't well. Um, and yeah, people are throwing criticisms like crazy, but I don't even listen because those people are sitting on their couch throwing criticisms. They're not up in the gym with her every day throwing the criticism. So have a seat, have several seats. Anyways, (laughs) no real talk, have several seats. Uh, but I applaud her for being brave and hanging in there. And and her, along with so many other athletes, are some of the first and some of them are some of the only. Um, and they're still making a stand for the things that are important and, and their overall well-being. And I think that's admirable. And so, you know, that's that's just sort of where I stand on that. But on to, on to another subject, you know, because I'm going to keep it light and friendly, no deep sort of thoughts here, is um, I'm sure you're wondering, like, well, what results are in? What results are you talking about? What big news do you have? Like, what's going on over there, Jay-Z? What you doing? Well, the quick answer to that question is maybe-ish. Maybe there's some things going on over here. Um, and I don't have any big ish news, except for the fact that I'm going to take a break from some of the weekly shows of the Midweek Muscle for a few weeks. And I think this is long overdue. Uh, And and the reason for it being is just, I think I need a little bit of rest. Um, And when I mean rest, it doesn't mean like I'm taking a complete hiatus from the show. It just means rest from being live every every few days, because essentially that's what I'm doing. Um, and, and it's been a heavy run and I, I don't underestimate the amount of people that I may be reaching uh, week over week through these weekly episodes. Uh, I'm certainly not filling up a stadium. However, I am, I mean, we a whole tribe out here. Let's just say that <laughs> we are a whole tribe and I am forever grateful. And the last thing I want to do is start producing boo-boo stuff because I just, I'm too tired to care. Um, and when things start to get overwhelming or, you know, my plate is overloaded, I, I, I cannot, 
I cannot preach this to others and then not be willing to practice it myself. And so I think that I'm in a fine position to step away for a few weeks. And I've been contemplating this even into last year. I had contemplated how to do this or what might be the right thing to do. And I consulted with a few people and it it, it seems very much like right. Um, and it's really in an effort to be a better promoter for you as you're taking the time to listen in on this. And uh, I've also, in full transparency, I've taken on some additional assignments that need my attention. And I just know that I cannot be everywhere. Um, so I will, over the next few weeks, be running some of my most listened to episodes um, over the past four years. And I'll be doing that for the next few weeks. I'm not going to put a definitive number on it. You guys will know. Um, because in the meantime, you can always find me via social media and all of the social media channels and beyond. If you engage with me there, I am pretty sure that you will help fill my tank in ways unimaginable um, because I know I'm not out here alone. Um, and I hope you guys understand that. I hope as you're listening, you're not disappointed. You're not mad at me. You're not. And, and if you are rightfully so, I get it. Um, but we're not going away forever. I'm just taking a quick break, I'm taking a quick, like eat, like need to rest my head as we speak. I'm working through a headache. So that's kind of how, you know, right? That's how, you know, when you're doing something you really enjoy doing and it's in, in, your body is experiencing pain from the strain of having doing all those things. That's how you know. That's how you know. Um, so I hope you guys understand that I do need the breather to rest my mind so that I can focus and generate content for you that matters the most. Duh. Um, and so I don't have a terribly long episode this week because I totally kept you last week. Um, and again, you guys may feel sad or indifferent. I get it. Um, but do I just want to drop this out. Do you know how quickly these weeks have been passing? Yes, they be going that fast. We, I like, I blinked and it was already August, right? We just started January like yesterday. <laughs> um, so I hope you guys know how much I love you and how much you guys mean to me. I will be working hard and putting forth my best effort to build out some content for you guys. And I, and, and I will be lonely while I'm doing it because it's like, it's not a regular weekly meetup. Uh, and I will be resting, but I will also be busy. Um, and I hope that you know that I will be thinking of you all while I'm getting to it. Um, so, Hey, listen, since we won't see each other next week in like in the real time like this, I hope that you have the opportunity to enjoy the rest of the Tokyo games. I hope that you guys take a note out of the pages of the athletes and keep digging deep and pushing towards that purpose or pushing towards that goal or pushing towards that thing that lightens your spirit. And until we meet again, I will see you soon. So all in all, let's keep it, let's, let's continue to put the important things and people first and always remember Hearts up so that we may never give up. And as always, let's go.